welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm the delay. Joined by Owen. <laughs> the delay. Not only in how long we haven't been live, but in the intro to the intro. Womp womp. You can tell it's a little rusty, but we apologize for that. We've been away for a bit, busy with life, busy playing some D&D, different things that we, you know, things happen, good things professional things, life things. We're back giving you gaming news, video game, like entertainment, nerdy stuff, because we're, we're nerds and we talk about nerdy stuff. And I hope you like that, because if you do, you probably should hang out with us. How you been, man? You know, I cannot complain. I, uh, like you said, you've been busy. You've probably been a little bit busier than I am, but I've been pretty busy too. Work's just been uh, trying to trying to expand my horizons uh at work and in uh in the personal life in relation to to career stuff as well got back to the the studying this week of taking some classes again i uh started uh, doing a little spanish on uh you know busted out the duolingo just trying to trying to keep my mind active and then yeah been having my my little hobby as well to bring it back to the podcast and i i have another one it cleared u.s customs today so hopefully it's here within a week or two uh but uh just just this just the handheld life the handheld life oh it's it's uh it's so good i'm uh i'm gonna hold this up to the camera because it it's i really like this this new front end yeah i have Oh yeah, just the consoles on the CRTV. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. Oh, there's the pretty PSP. That's cool. Um, this is a new front end I I found uh, for Android based handhelds. This one is a Linux based uh, handheld. Oh, I've uh, I've honestly been playing it more this week because like I uh, I never beat Final Fantasy four. Never beat a lot of Final Fantasies, but four in particular yeah. was was on my mind recently, and um, I can play this one handed. That's so crazy. I can like you know I can since it's all turn based and stuff. You just move around, you're in a fight, and you're just sitting there on the couch and just hitting yeah. A, and like it's it the screen is 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 dope. Um, so I have another I have another tiny one coming, and I'm gonna see if I like it more or less than this one in terms of the hand feel. Um, this one's made by a company called Anbernick, and the other one I'm getting is called a Miu. I'll definitely Miu. show that off whenever yeah. I get it. Um, and then I've been looking into uh, more because this is where I, I kind of want to exist now. I'm, I'm just yeah. I love my consoles, and I've been streaming my consoles a lot. I've been playing like Odin Sphere. I played a little, I played through the Modern Warfare campaign on my uh, on this guy. The Retroid Pocket 3, I played the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, like half of it, using this thing, and not just on my big TV. Because um, I got to write that in my notes. This <laughs> one's the Retroid, Retroid Pocket 3. Retroid Pocket, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're actually coming out with a 3 Plus right now. The pre-orders are up. I heard uh, Yeah, I, I thought that was the Retroid Pocket 3. I was I going to look at the, yes. at the Plus because, uh, as I messaged you earlier, I've been... Using my phone with my um, Razer Kishi backbone yeah. if you're an iPhone pro here. I've been playing a good amount on here. Um, there are certain games that I I like. I don't mind playing, I should say, on handheld. And there's certain yeah. like certain experiences I still want the full screen. But it's yeah. just so convenient. I I was messaging you. I'm like, I think I need a dedicated device for it because I will. I've had a few times where. 
I'm on it playing a game and I'm like, I want to look up something or, oh, I'm getting a call. I'm getting a text message. And I'd like to be able to put the put the handheld down and, you know, use the phone instead of, oh, let me swipe, turn the thing right. sideways. It's giant because it has the it's it's cumbersome. And now we're, I'm like, I'm like, maybe I need to live that life of convenience and get a, a dedicated streaming handheld. Yeah, this one was 120. Mm -hmm. um and for what it can do it can go all the way uh it can stream um it can stream all the way to dreamcast ps2 not so much okay um handles playstation just fine this the plus uh that's coming out the retroid pocket 3 plus that they just opened pre-orders for this week um i think it's 150 instead of 120 but According to the guy I follow, and I don't mind plugging him if anybody's interested, but it's a, it's a site called Retro Great Gaming Core. Um, I've been watching a ton of his videos, but I went ahead and asked him, I'm like, so 30 bucks difference, what can this one do? And he says it can play uh, probably a decent amount of the PS2 library and a piece of, decent amount of the GameCube library um, with tweaks. And so that means you got to go in and play with some settings, decide like what kind of like things you're following so i'm not going to upgrade to that um because i'm fine i wouldn't mind being able to play wind waker on handheld again but i'm gonna wait for something else i've been looking at the steam deck mm -hmm. so steam deck is is a strong maybe there's a company called uh ayn i just say iron because i think it makes more sense but they are making they, they already have one called the iron odin and that's an that's an android based machine okay um that a lot of people use but they're making a windows based one called iron loki and uh with the windows based machines a lot of times people are flashing steam os onto those as well and so that's also a very tempting prospect the mm -hmm. long and the short of it is is that i'm now addicted i could probably find myself with a couple more of these without really thinking about it because i don't know it's just fun like yeah it's fun for me to go in and tinker even if i'm just following people's guides it's not that i'm like doing a lot of this myself or coming up with a lot of things yeah but it's fun to see which experience i like to have it for different reasons this thing i took it to uh i went and had a beer by myself you know just I uh, I got off work early one day. Yeah, wife was busy. I took this. I went and got a beer. I played a little Super Mario, just chilling, drinking a beer, like very pocketable thing. This I use on Sundays. I get up with my son. He watches his TV. I log into my PlayStation or my Xbox, and I start playing whatever. Yeah, um, I've been playing Own Sphere that way a lot recently. So it's just it's. I think it's where I want to be. I want everything to be handheld. So. I'm looking at the Steam Deck. I want to know where they're at on streaming PlayStation and Xbox. That's the only that's the only kind of play where it's like, do I have to fidget with that too much? Because that is nice about the Android-based ones is that Xbox and PlayStation both have apps, although the third-party app for PlayStation is way better. PS Play, it's $5. So much better than been, the I've, PS app. Yeah, I've been using that for... I started using it when I first got the PlayStation 5, specifically because the PlayStation app at the time didn't support controller. I don't remember if it does now, but yeah. I remember at the time it was like it didn't support controller. It didn't support it was like it was not worth it. It was $5 to to have that full on controller support and I, by that yeah. I mean for the for the Razer Kishi and everything. Um the, it, so I'm just looking at the Ion uh, Loki. It looks like it mm -hmm. says from 2 297 to 350. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for the 297 one to like yeah. pre-order because it's not up yet. Yeah, I, um, when you get into that range, that's where I'm like, I would rather have the the Steam Deck. But like you mentioned, if you're using it specifically for for streaming, I don't know how the Steam Deck is for that. I'm I'd have to do some research. I'm sure you have. Well, in I, to well, I want. I mean, it's not out yet. That's the problem. And yeah. so I, I would. I would be, you know, curious about flashing Steam OS because that's the great thing about Steam OS is that they allow you to put it on anything, and that's what Steam. Honestly, we can really thank Valve for this. Like the handheld market was, you know, starting and it was kicking off, and I think that that part of that happened because of the pandemic. But the Steam Deck really like was like, oh snap, 
like here we go and i know the switch actually we could probably thank the switch too okay so we'll start with the switch nintendo you get your credit your flowers you really did start that revolution but steam deck more started like that open source like revolution the the, the revolution that we wanted them to start whenever they were doing the steam box and failed that miserably right but now we're in this place like this brand the Anvernix, they're releasing new ones like nobody's business this retroid pocket 3 the retroid pocket 3 literally came out a few months ago and they're already pre-ordering for the plus yeah and so tiny iterations uh are coming and so i i'm probably waiting for that loki to come out because i want somebody to compare the loki to the steam deck i really want the right experience yeah but i the newest thing about the steam deck where i am totally tempted to just throw down right now is just Mm -hmm. where it's at an emulation it can play everything and now there's a software that i told uh, robert about where it you know it does like it does a lot of it for you and is now updating ota so it's in a really good place on top of which you can start buying steam games for cheap and Hmm. playing pc games like that's where i want to be so that's where i want my next high-end device to probably be like either a windows or one that i can flash steam os onto because now let's start getting into all these pc games i never yeah did not that i don't have like a thousand games in my backlog anyway but i was gonna say why not i want the world to be my oyster patrick (laughs) i'm i was gonna say i i did find by the way as i was just googling real quick you can play uh, PS Stream PS5 uh, onto your Steam Deck. There's a third-party app, a Steam app, that you essentially load, and it works similar to the PS5 app, and it is free. So it's not like you have to pay an additional five bucks or whatever. And if it worked, yeah. I'd, I'd be tempted to do that anyways. Um, now, it's funny you mentioned Backlog, though, because I'm sitting here playing Bloodborne. I've got new games, but I've been playing Bloodborne the past couple weeks. Uh, I did play an hour and a half. At 30 frames. At 30 frames. Uh, but I've been playing the Old Hunters because I never played the Old Hunters. I got ah, The DLC, got, right? Yep, yep. So I got that, like, I want to say I got it. I, I know I got it after I finished the game. I finished the game, and I was like, cool, I got the I got the ending that I wanted or whatever. And then, the, then Old Hunters came out, and I ended up getting it. And never went to play it. Even when I'd start playing the game, I'd never, I wouldn't um, go into Old Hunters. You have to get to a certain part in the game, so uh, before you can jump into the content. And yeah, it's yeah, thirty frames, but it's still good. It runs great. Yeah, it's thirty frames, but it still runs so good for thirty frames. Um, I didn't know Japan Studio worked on the game. That's interesting. Yeah, Poor Japan yeah. Studio, right? Rip. Yeah, but it's it's I love I love the game. I've been back playing that and I did uh, like right. I should say two hours ago, booted up God of War Ragnarok and uh, the wife's actually playing it right now. Uh, I played or we played about an hour and a half kind of trading off. Does it have Um, separate saves? No, no, no. Like, I mean, like I started playing and then she's like, give me the controller. And then I (laughs) gave her um, it doesn't have separate saves that I may unless it maybe i haven't seen but no we were trading off as in uh i started the game and then she took over for a bit and then i i uh, played a little bit mostly her because uh, i don't mind watching this kind of stuff um sure. it's it's good from i'm only like i said an hour and a half in it's good um definitely hit the feels uh like the first like the first one did um so just know that yeah it's hack and slashy and 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 everything but there's there's some feels in there um, voice acting's great. The textures are great. I did have a couple little, I'd say, glitches with some fabric in the costumes. Uh, Which mode are you playing? Uh, I'm playing... Oh, you mean the difficulty? Or you mean performance? Performance Performance. Versus... Yeah, there's like six different options. <laughs> um, I only saw the performance one. Oh, there's the performance and then... Huh, I'll have to, like I'll have to you, double check. Like this game can run, apparently, I, I think it can run 120 frames if your TV supports it. My TV does. Um, it it yeah. said favor performance versus uh, there were a couple tweak a couple tweaks but that was the main one when it came to gameplay and then it was difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Right now it's going through my receiver, so I may switch that up because hell yeah, can't, my receiver can't pass one twenty, uh, which mm-hmm. is why I want a new I need a new receiver. Um, oh, you got you got you got to go play. That's why you didn't get the options. I was like, you have a hot TV. Like, why are you not? Yeah, I have. I, I have think two I th- options. Yeah, 
if I remember right, you can do like I think it's 1440 120, but it could be 1080 120. But like I, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm gonna be doing performance, whatever it is that whatever option it gives me. I need I need my frames. I'm, yeah. I'm good uh, at 60. I will say yeah. I'll try it at 120, but I will say I've played 4K. One six, I say, play four K sixty and four K one twenty, and they're both very good. But yeah. it was not the the wow from thirty to sixty. There's a wow. The sixty to twenty is diminishing returns. It's good, but it's diminishing returns. So if I'm, I do playing, wish that I could play Call of Duty at one twenty, just yeah. Twitch shooter well, online. That oh would be yeah, dope. yeah. <laughs> but I, but I do mean like a game like this. If I'm if it's gonna sacrifice resolution and I'll go down to ten eighty. And for 120, no, yeah. 60's fine. Um, I've, but yeah, I've, I've, I've liked it. The like I said, the the performance has been good. I'll try it out. Uh, try it out going straight into the uh, uh, TV. Um, when I get the new receiver, then I won't have to worry about that. Which uh, that's that and the Steam Deck are on my uh, my list of if I officially get the job that I've uh, that I am uh, have applied for and have been working towards. Uh, then I'm going to reward myself with that. Um, because it's like, it's not a purchase that, I mean, I can justify it, but it's harder to justify when my receiver is pretty good. Um, yeah. How is Call of Duty, by the way? I really enjoyed the campaign. Um, I, I, I I saw it got rated like sixes and sevens. I think that, I know that people like to crap on Call of Duty, but I feel like that that's very underrating for the for the campaign i had a great time the the thing about first person shooters is like where's the very like how much does it vary mm-hmm. and honestly it varies quite a bit there's like several different level modes where you get to do different things there's one where you're in like a gunship in the air there's one like where you're uh on the like doing a road chase and you're jumping from vehicle to vehicle and it's dope there's one where you like are uh, like walking down a building like on like a you know on a ripcord like walking sideways like doing stuff like a lot of different variation and yeah. so i had and it's also not easy i was playing on normal and i still died quite a bit hmm. um i i liked it uh the online i it honestly is not i mean i'm gonna go back to it in probably a week or two when they launch season one because i uh for those who play online traditionally hard, call of duty has like a hardcore mode and in hardcore mode they take away your map you have less health and you and they have a very limited hud so it's just you know cleaner and then like yeah. and it's like one shot one kill type thing two shot one you know to kill whereas like the normal mode that most people play is more arcadey yeah. lots like lots more bullets you can see everything all the time and they didn't launch with that mode and i play hardcore mode that's how i do it i lose a lot of fights because like i'm, I'm good at, i'm good at like getting that first shot but i'm not good at tracking you and staying with you so like i depend on being able to kill you the first time because <laughs> when, when uh, I, I mean i'll admit i haven't played call of duty in in quite a quite a while when did they come out with that mode Cause i don't know uh to be honest with you because I, I i got back in during cold war and cold war had it and vanguard had it but this one is launching season one which is next week uh also the new war zone which is the battle royale comes out next week and dmz uh which is I haven't seen the videos on it, but it, it was supposed to be kind of like Escape from Tarkov, if people have heard of that. And that's not my style of game. I might check out the new Warzone because I want to see if they're still using a bunch of trees. Like, is it possible for my colorblindness to to play in? But that's generally why I play normal multiplayer because of map variation, and it uh, it works with with the colors that I can see a lot better, and it's just quick. Um, so we'll see. Uh, so I, I wasn't as impressed with with how the multiplayer was, but it's a game that is going to last me two years, just like the last COD did, unless they do something crazy next year. But so I'll I'll gradually I, I go on little stints of multiplayer where I play it for like two three weeks straight, and then I just don't yeah. touch it for a couple months, and then come back. It just depends on uh, what you're in the mood for. But it's fun. It's good. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It it uh, it may go on my list. Um... 
my list for uh, I haven't tried it for Deku deals. I need to do that. Uh, but dude, because I've, I've I've been doing it like you know just uh, on a uh, basically a, a Google uh, basically a Google calendar uh, thing. Yeah, exactly. Recurring invite that I'll just adjust. It's like hey, go check check for deals. Um, gotta gotta use Deku deals because then it'll I, does it can it t- SMS can it text you as well or does it is it only email when it alerts it you? emails okay. it doesn't email but here's where I was selling people on it today so not only is it like so it's called Deku deals it was originally Nintendo um, but it's expanded since then to Xbox and PlayStation so this isn't for your PC people sorry nerds you can do that is there I think there's is there a deal. I think is the the yeah, website. Is there a deal? Or just, oh, you got humble bundle. Don't even complain. Yeah. Uh, and so and Steam sales. Yeah. So first of all, you can like pick a game. Tell it. You can tell it what console you want. So if it's a multi-platform thing, and you're like, this is a Switch game, so you can just target which one you want, or you can do it across all three. If you're saying I'm digital only now, you can make it where it'll only notify you for the digital sales. If you don't care, or if you're a physical person and you only want physical, you can have it notify you only for that. And then you get to tell it what you have too, so you can say, "Hey, I'm a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber. Hey, I'm a PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium subscriber," and it will also tell you that. So if you're like, "Oh, this game's on sale," but you can go look at Decker deals really fast, and yeah. just it'll show you right there. So I don't even look at sales on the actual storefronts anymore. I look at sales on the Decker deals because then I'm like, "Oh, it's five bucks." Oh, it's on Game Pass. Well, I'm not going to buy that. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, especially now that I get Game Pass for free, it's it's getting so hard to buy games. So the coolest part, it's already been pretty cool so far, but you can set it to where you can set it to any significant deal. You can set it to a percentage. So like, I want half off. I want 75% off. You can have it do lowest deal ever or like lowest price ever. So that's where it'll only notify you if it reaches a new low okay. uh, on there, which I just did with Beyond Good and Evil. Um, I got that on 360, a.k.a. Series X back compat. Uh, you know, I know everybody's been excited for two forever and it's never, ever coming out, but I never played the first one. And so I want. I was like, I want lowest price ever. This game's like 10 years old. Got it yeah. for two bucks. And that's not bad waited. Uh, I mean, it was only like ten to begin with, but I'm like, I'm not paying full price. I need, I need the deal. Uh, and so that's that's the best part for me is being able to pick because um, there's some stuff where I'm like, I don't care if I get this physically, and then there's some stuff where I'm just like, no, I just I just need this digital. Like I I have Outriders, even though Outriders is on Game Pass for some reason, I just want to play a Square Enix game on PlayStation. It's just a sickness that I have. Uh, so I'm like, I want Outriders, but that's an MMO. I can't play that with a disc. So that needs to be digital. And I want it for 15 bucks or cheaper. It got down to 19 and I was like, nope, can't do it. I need $15. (laughs) (laughs) You and I already do that mentally where we're like, nope, not doing it until later. Uh, Black Friday deals are coming up and that's where like my brain is like all right let me look at the list what's what's actually happening deku deals is going to help me on that i mean would obviously be a help on that and i'm i'm yeah i would sign up for him now dude yeah i just signed up for it this game is the one that i will say call me a glutton for punishment or what have you i was about to say dude you better not pay more than 30 bucks for this game i'm not gonna pay more than 30 (laughs) bucks for it it is it is on sale at for target targets buy two get one free which is a good yeah. deal. Uh, this is a new game, so usually the newer games don't show up on there, but this one is, I think, the only new-ish game that I saw on there when I was glancing through it. Uh, but it it made me... And FIFA, me, I think, maybe. Or I don't know. Oh, FIFA? Yeah, I think FIFA may be on there. Whereas to, oh, and Modern Warfare, too. I mean, if that's oh, a buy to get one, that's a pretty good deal. No, that's not bad. That, so the only reason that i that i paused is because i want to play this co-op with whitney and you can't do couch co-op sure. unless i missed that so you have so to you're gonna, gonna buy two copies and get one of something else for free if well no see that's i'm not gonna do that if it was 30 bucks <laughs> even then i'd be like no but if i get it uh if i buy it digitally on xbox i can uh i can essentially log in on I'd have to make the Xbox Series S her her console. I have to make that my console, my primary. Mm-hmm. 
and then I would log into mine and then she would log into into hers on her account and it would both work because that's my primary console playing the game while I'm logged in on the other one. It should work with one copy of the game. So it's not on sale digitally, but that's how I would do it because I did, for those who didn't didn't catch, I did buy the wife a uh, Xbox Series S for her, uh, for her office and it's a great console for the ease of use for not needing extreme graphics it runs okay and it can run the 30 frames of this game because again really frustrating <laughs> this game is only 30 frames per uh, per second i'm i'm willing to bet that they'll have a patch at some point to uh, to uh improve that that's where again it's like that thing of and again you know i know that god of war is being made by the people who make the console and so you have to take it with a grain of salt but also just like how long this game took to make you could just tell like there's a caliber of video game maker that's where you can truly see like not everybody can make video games well and i'm not trying to bash on this game i've heard some people actually some people that i like watching uh videos from they're like this is fun it's not good but it is fun yeah and you know that's where like that you know everybody has that line if you're interested in this kind of thing there are people who like looters that Mm -hmm. you know that's just their thing i'm looking at some of the stuff on here you know you can get elden ring you can get modern warfare 2 you can get the new persona 5 port uh on switch you can get uh there's a lot here okay i guess i missed (laughs) i guess i missed in the uh when I pulled it up originally, and it's, the, and it's live right now. Yeah, the display for it. I will say when I was navigating, it was more clunky than I'd like. But yes, uh, for target. I hate site. things where they limit how much you can view. Like, why can yeah. I only view like fifty items? Let me just do a con- like a scroll forever. Yeah. Well, switch <laughs> like switch to a list view. I don't need to see the pictures. Just show me the like. I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, also just keep scrolling. Uh, there's now one of the YouTubers that I watch um, who. I didn't even realize I've been watching for so long. Uh, it's uh, Nightwing on YouTube, and he played like all of the Arkham games with his like his wife, like basically like giving commentary with him. Um, and Aww. it's it's adorable, and I love him. Uh, and he was playing it even and even he's a hard. I mean, his name is Nightwing, his YouTube channel. So obviously, he's a big Batman fan and uh, Nightwing fan. Uh, and so he, he likes Marvel. Yeah. But he's he's sitting there play, like, and you can hear it in his voice that he's like he's having fun as a as a fan, but it's but not he's as hurting good as, inside. Yeah, it's not as good as Arkham Knight, and Arkham Knight came out eleven like ten years ago. I want to say yeah, and oh, Arkham wow. Knight, Arkham Knight, I was playing earlier this year, and Arkham Knight's still really good. Um, this <laughs> game does not play as good as Arkham Knight. I know we can we can argue about Arkham City versus Arkham Knight and. I love OG Arkham Asylum because of the like the. the I, story. I bought the I bought the like the HD remake remaster whatever yeah. to of of one and two to like get to again at some point. I haven't played them since since the 360 days. Yeah, and I'm like I remember Batman's a little clunky in Asylum, but Asylum's just good story. Like going through it, that was like the coolest part. The city's good too, but like. You, you never like imagine Batman going through the asylum and actually like having to face all these people and like how they have the asylum set up for these like true, like super powered yeah. people. Yeah, it's pretty. That's what I. That's what I love. Fun. Very creative. I liked the uh, the like like we said. I like the um, the plot for that. Um, and I'm trying to remember. Is it Sp- spoilers? Which one? Uh, which one did he die in? Was it Arkham Asylum Ooh. or Arkham City? Joker. Ooh. Oh, City. City? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, because the... Yeah, that's right. That's right. The... Um... Spoilers for a forever old game because... So I'm like, it's an old Night... game. Well, <laughs> Night is about... Uh, is... Night's about Jason, isn't it? Uh, Night is about is about Jason. Well, the, the thing that I was trying to remember was the, uh, was the twist... Because Night's about Jason, the twist, um, uh, the Clayface oh, yeah. twist. Yeah. That, um, I was trying to remember which game that was in. Um, 
It's been too yeah, long for me, man. It's it's been a bit. Yeah, we're talking about the dude who only plays games once, and that's true. And that was forever, forever ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was College. a cool twist. What I was gonna say again, spoil like spoilers for an older game. But the twist where you're like, you know, your seat, your uh, you're like Joker's dead. Who is this? And the fact and it's that it's Clayface. Like that twist was uh, was really cool. Um, because it's 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 well done because you're doing the the scan and you can you see bones and everybody else but you don't see joker's bones because he's yeah. face but like even i didn't put that together i was like is it a ghost i don't know what it is but um they were good papers snow a yeah. ghost <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good i love joey um <laughs> I, think, uh, man, I watched that we, clip again recently of just like him on pyramid hit on pyramid yeah that's that is a classic that's a classic whitney was whitney's re-watching because it's on rotation on her it was one of her rotation uh shows and she was watching the russ episode came on uh the yeah. other day and it's just oh. Oh. <laughs> like the the um what was the the element like they were like arguing over the uh the uh, el- like pure, the something in a crossword for an element. Oh, um, uh, dysprosium, and, dysprosium and, and uh, mendelevium. Mendelevium, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. <laughs> you could try, sh- but you would not be successful. It's a card sharp, not a card shark. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, no, you let me finish. Ross, Ross is a, and, and watching it. Yeah, we can we watch it. We're like, all right, Ross is can be a very toxic person. Ross is also oh, pretty yeah, much on the spectrum. So when even when he's he does has no idea that he's doing something out of line until someone points it out, and then he'll defend it because he doesn't understand. But yeah, he is a swimmer. Swimmer is just a, like one, probably the most underrated person on that show. Oh. To be honest, I think oh, yeah. his. His physical acting ability was was better than it was the best on the show, oh, yeah. necessarily. But just the way that he was able to uh, change his pitches of his mm-hmm. voice, the things that he's able to do, where like uh, just the way he can could move his body, like I think yeah. he was as we're supposed to not necessarily like Ross, but Schwimmer was a legend. You're, he was able to make it where you're like. You're like, oh, I like this person, even though they're, you know, he, he created a likability to someone who is who is also a pretty toxic and guy and doesn't do some it, it does some pretty bad things. Uh, when you mentioned the physical comedy, I immediately thought of the uh, the clip when they're uh, when Phoebe and, and Rachel are trying to distract him in the uh, apartment. Uh, yeah. and they get giddy and they're that little jump that they do before they hug. I'm like, that's just. It's so oh, yeah, where he like jumps, like hit that like leg kick that he does. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's his between. Yeah, there's there's so many good moments, but yeah, I, I agree. I think, I mean, Joey Joey's great. Chandler gets oh, a lot of yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Matthew Perry's like timing and and everything for his characters, of course. I just bought phenomenal. his book. Yeah. Oh yeah, Whitney just picked that up too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't got to start it yet, and by having got to start it, I'm just doing other things. It takes me a lot to read a book these days. I have to oh, yeah. <laughs> really sit down and be like, "Yeah, I'm not going to play a video game. I'm going to read a book." Like because I just like video games. It's just the yeah. way that I like experiencing stories more. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know that you threw some stuff, some other stuff on here, but just speaking of like yeah. watching and and reading and playing video games, uh, I haven't watched today's Andor yet. That's what I'm going to do immediately after this before I stay up late playing God of War. Do you think mm-hmm. that maybe Andor's a little too dark at some points for Star I've, Wars? I'm I'm behind. I've heard that about okay. the first two episodes. Um, oh no! Okay, I'm, then never I'm mind. You let me I'm know whenever we get there. Yeah. Just yeah. there's just some moments where I'm just like I know that everybody wants dark Star Wars, and like I even heard this on a podcast very recently where it was somebody who was behind on Andor and hadn't started it yet. And it was like, I'm ready for some gritty Star Wars. I'm like, why? Like, I, you know, I think that there is some room for it. And then there's a room where it's like, no, <laughs> like, just stop. Like, I, it's just, there's the, the, uh, that, uh, that key, that key and peel. There's the line. <laughs> and you, <laughs> 
<gasps> or you just crossed. Yeah. There's so like it's like how. Or was that Mad TV? Was it Mad TV or was it? Was it, it Mad, I think maybe Mad TV. Mad TV. Yeah. Um, coach, uh, coach, whatever his name was. Yeah. I think there, there's a line though where it's like, I want gritty. Okay, how gritty do you want though? Like, yeah. you don't need to be, and and I'd say the same thing with, like, a lot of the, the, the DC movies. Like, do you really need to yeah. go that dark? Do you need to go that, in, in some need- cases, maybe. And in some cases, for Star Wars, maybe it's okay where it is. Um, I think Boba Fett... Did you see Black Adam? Uh, I didn't yet. Okay. Um, I I want to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. I... HBO Max, um, baby. Wait, I gotta wait. What, twelve more days or whatever, whatever it is. Um, it's on my calendar because it's forty-five days after, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, still, um, and same thing with like Black Panther. I may not get to see this. May be the first Marvel movie I don't see opening weekend. Um, where normally I'm seeing them like at least on the opening weekend. Try to go opening like the the first day. Um, yeah. I'm gonna miss that for. Uh, uh, for Wakanda Forever, um, need to see it, and I really wish it was on streaming because now I'm in this. I'm in the position where I can't see it as early as I want, but if I could stream it, I would pay twenty bucks. Like back when we did uh, Black Widow, I'll throw down twenty bucks uh, for like a twenty-four hour rental. Like I will do that. Um, yeah, but I'll have to wait for that. Uh, Black Adam, though, um, I've heard is entertaining, but. The best part is it's it's the rock. I mean that's 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 why I want to go see it. He's a yeah. very entertaining guy. Um, and well, he got like the the highest uh, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes for a DC movie. Yeah, uh, I think or like a recent DC movie maybe, but yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I'd, I'm I'm curious if it was better than the Batman because that's kind of separate from the other DC DCU movies. Uh, and speaking yeah. of that, James Gunn is now uh running the show over there he be uh in a i'm not gonna go into the elon thing i was gonna make a joke about like he's gonna run it and actually knows what he's doing but (laughs) as opposed to elon but uh james gunn uh is going to uh be the co uh chairperson uh handling essentially creative his co-chair is peter saffron uh who was a producer for the conjuring movies and has done some other work with uh, with dc and is also i believe he's producing the next aquaman movie um so yeah um these are two talented individuals and james gunn has been uh tweeting about how he's listening to fans he's like i'm not going to be as active as i as i normally am but i'm listening to you and he's he's promising a uh i think he i, I should i should have grabbed the quote it's something the effect of the biggest uh, the biggest story event over movies uh, and TV and animation. And mm-hmm. to me, that means that I think we're going to get something similar to what Marvel di- has been doing, which is you've got the main movies going on and then you have some animation and TV stuff that backs it up. So you can tell the story in different ways. And, you know, Gunn's a smart guy, so he'll know you know, you keep the main fo- main story items in the movies, and then everything else just enhances it and will help build things up. Um, I'm really excited for DC in this case, though, because Gunn... I mean, yeah, I know a lot of it's, like, comedic, but he has a really good way of, of uh, packaging um, characters and getting you to understand and like characters like Peacemaker and Guardians of the Galaxy... Those are properties that the the comic book fan, when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, uh, I don't know if this is this is going to be Marvel's first loss. Like I said that I was like, this is going to be Marvel's first movie that bombs, and I was wrong. Um, that was Eternals, I think. If <laughs> I'm mean, yeah. a complete bomb, uh, but I thought I didn't think they'd be able to pull off Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn did it, and Peacemaker also. Uh, which I'd say also the cast of Peacemaker is amazing, um, so I had to throw the I had to throw the clip in here. <laughs> the clip, yeah. I uh, I got about halfway through Peacemaker and then yeah, you know it's solid. I just I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't doing wasn't, it for me. Yeah, it's it's the, it's, it, it's more just like in yeah, I get why a lot of people like it, but there's a point to where the 
it was like slightly I don't know. For some reason, it's too violent. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too much. Like, you know, there's just so only so many times where you're like, all right. (laughs) And I get that that's the show and that's what it's supposed to be. Uh, And so I respect it type of thing. But I also, you know, I I do really appreciate that, like, finally somebody made a role like that John Cena could do because John Cena is a cool dude. He's a terrible actor, but he's a really nice person. He's a good person a good dude a guy that you like want to succeed and so the fact that he there was finally like a role that's like perfect for him was uh was nice to see and he did pull like he did pull it off he was very good yeah i will say um what's the other the other movie was it stepsisters or something there's a there's a the is amy the amy poehler and uh tina fey movie there's a movie that he was in that like he was like the only good part of um but yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was the uh, stepsisters, but I may be wrong. Um, but it was because he was he was kind of almost being a joke, him, like a joke version of himself. But I think he may have been a drug dealer. But like he wasn't having to stretch in his personality, but his comedic timing was there. Like so, you know, it was it was like he wasn't having to act act. He was getting to, you know. He was still being himself, but it was getting that that uh, charm and comedic timing, kind of like Chris Helmsworth uh, uh, kind of hit that sweet spot with Thor. You know, he wasn't bad in the first Thor movie. The first, second Thor, but Thor movie was bad, but Chris wasn't bad in it. But like they hadn't gotten that time, that uh, comedic aspect of it. And uh, yeah, I felt like that and Peacemaker hit it for, uh, for Cena. So yeah, good on him for that. Uh, but when it comes yeah. to Marvel... Dude, have you seen the Quantum Media trailer? No. So the Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania trailer uh, came out like two weeks ago. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, I'm not gonna say the things that I think are, are going on in it. So if you're listening or if you don't want to like be spoiled or anything, I have some ideas. Uh, but I but um, not spoilers because it's in the trailer. Uh, this is the first time we're gonna see Kang since the end of Loki. Because um, we did get to see Kang in the very end of uh, Loki, and some people didn't realize how big of a, of a deal it was. This is going to be the first time we get to see him actually as a villain, because um, I'd argue that you only get a, like got a little taste in Loki. Uh, and Kang is going to be our next uh, Thanos-level uh, threat, uh, which I'm pretty happy about. Yeah, I love I, I love uh, Kang. So, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know. It's not yeah. a, it's like the um, the thing with um, Thanos and stuff that kind of ends my big bad knowledge, like or big 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 bad, sure. like uh, sure. galactic level bad. Yeah, uh, knowledge. There's yeah. you know a little bit with Galactus because you know I watched the Silver Surfer as a kid and yeah. and stuff. But uh, so I don't know enough about him to. Sure. Uh, say whether he's going to be a favorite or not. I'm excited that they're finally like getting it going. It feels like they've been in limbo uh, for quite some time. We even, you know, even with Thor four, like Thor four was solid. I really, yeah. I did enjoy Thor four. Part of that because I love Natalie Portman, but I did enjoy what was going on there. But everything has just felt like this intermission, and yep. so it's nice to finally get that movie but i i knew that the trailer came out and it's kind of one of those things where it's not that i'm consuming too much because i'm still watching every show that's coming out on disney uh-huh. plus loving it like i there hasn't been one where i've like this is absolutely terrible i did skip moon night oh there we go i am lying i okay. did skip moon night because i just really wasn't feeling it um so i'm going to watch it and because who doesn't love the beautiful paul rudd um <laughs> But I'm yeah. I'm I'm kind of not contented out, but like knowing what's going on out. Sure. Like I just want to I just want the movie to show up. I know it's yeah. going to be solid, and then I'm going to watch it, and then kind of go on from there. If that makes yeah. sense. So, like, sure. oh, the trailer came out. It's not like Star Wars where like I have to, <laughs> I have to see yeah. the trailer. I yeah. I am now to the point with the Marvel universe where I'm just like, all right, there's a, cool. There's I'm a glad line. to see more in it. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, a lot, and I will say uh, I liked Moon Knight. 
it was it was not I wish I it could have been better but I thought it was good um, I loved Loki uh, and Loki I loved it even I loved it even before Kang shows up because uh, he shows calls himself he who remains which the cool thing yeah. to me is that that's like the end of his timeline is what we got to see and now yeah. we're seeing either before or we're seeing a branch outside of it uh, but long story short this is Franklin sorry this is Nathaniel Richards Reed Richards great great exponentially grandson uh, or descendant if you will uh, in, like a thousand years into the future who yeah. as, you, as you heard him explain and Loki um, but he has a connection to the Fantastic Four because he is a distant, distant uh, uh, relative of uh, Reed Richards. Um, I'm super stoked because it's Fantastic Four, uh, but also we're going to see Jonathan Majors here as Kang. I think we're going to see him as different versions of Kang. This may be the main version, but because you have the multiverse and you have very different versions of Kang in the comics, we could see all these different versions of him uh, show up in regards to um, their uh, their powers or in regards to like what they're wanting to accomplish so that could be cool uh, but Majors is an amazing actor uh, and so I'm, I'm happy about that but also we're now getting into um, it's, it's not only like a galactic threat we've got the multiverse going on but um, I think we're going to get into a little bit of, of timey-wimey stuff like we did in, uh, in Endgame, um, or possibly, where maybe it's not in the same movie, but the fact that we saw him at the end of his timeline, and now we're seeing something before it, possibly, or it happened after the end, uh, is weird, and I love it. So, yeah. Um, I'm stoked. The music in this, by the way, though, uh, just the music alone... Uh, you should check out the trailer for it, though, because it is a, uh, a remix, reorchestration, whatever, of Elton John's Ye- Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for that, I would uh, I'd recommend checking it out. Um, yeah. We got some. We got so it's some not like the Pokemon trailer where it was Ed Sheeran? No, no. It's, uh, Did you watch that? Did you watch that? Ed Sheeran in the, yeah. oh, in the Pokemon movie? Yeah. He, no, Pokemon trailer. He did like the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet oh, trailer that just that came is, out a couple days ago. Is Ed Sheeran singing for like two minutes of like just like a bunch of non-new stuff for the Pokemon game? Like, I'm kind of, in, I'm still kind of interested. I'm not buying this game because they decided to not do Arceus combat until I see some things where it's like, all right, even though it's not Arceus, it's amazing. I need, I need it to, I need it to, I need somebody to be like, it's not more of the same. Um, but yeah, Ed Sheeran, I was like, you guys remember, like, Ed Sheeran's the kiss of death. Did you not see that Game of Thrones episode? Like, <laughs> oof. Uh, <laughs> That's when you know the shark. Uh, you know, watch him be in it. So then a, the, a whole bunch of jokes started yeah. coming out. Like, instead of facing, like, Red at the end of the game, you're facing, like, Ed Sheeran's you're actually the Ed final Sheeran. trainer. <laughs> oh. I, I, no, I agree with you on the Arceus combat, but um, that's hilarious. Now, immediately, I'm like, someone someone needs to mod the Pokemon game uh, for the, uh, one of the Pokemon games to uh, uh, to have Ed Sheeran as a, as a trainer. I'm at, I I guarantee it's going to happen now. It's it's yeah. That'd be uh, amazing. Um yeah, dude. Uh I saw you got some you put some Nintendo notes on here. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to throw in some sauces in here. Uh Yeah, this but, literally just like news that came out today. So like yeah. they got Miyamoto, you know, not to name drop, but they you know, they were Miyamoto was doing some talking and uh, I think it was actually like a part of like a shareholder meeting or something, but obviously shareholder meetings are all public and that's kind of how that, that goes. So, uh, but he was talking about like kind of like the future of Nintendo. And one thing that he said, which was, it starts out as a positive thing to hear. He goes that, uh, emul- or not emulation, that backwards compatibility is easier than it's ever been. Things that I want to hear. Things that I, I want to hear. Backwards compatibility is is uh, easier than it's ever been. But then he like goes on to say that um, 
what's the thing Nintendo's strength is in creating new video game experiences so when we release new hardware in the future we like to showcase unique video games that could not be created with pre-existing hardware I don't know about you but that reads to me like are you not are you considering do you have the audacity to not make whatever you're making next be switchback compat if you even get close to daring to not make your console backwards compatible with the only console that's ever put up a fight against PS2 for the best-selling console of all time. If you do that, (laughs) of course we will still buy the console because we're idiots and Zelda comes out on that console and that means I am a slave to the system. But that would be the biggest mistake ever. I have... I don't know about you. So just on that wall alone, there's 20 Switch physical games. On top of the, I don't know, 30 or 40 digital ones that I own, nothing pales in comparison to my PlayStation library. Of course. You know, my PlayStation library is probably four times larger than than that at this point. It's been years of years of collecting and so on. But there are people who, you know have one terabyte sd cards in their switch packed with stuff the sales on that thing are you know ridiculous the eShop is a is a porter's dream in terms of like all the games that people have brought to the switch because it is a fantastic console albeit mm-hmm. now getting more and more archaic as time goes on in terms of its mm-hmm. horsepower um but it's just I know he didn't say that and we're uh, like putting words in his mouth but it was the fact that I like read that right before the show I was just like are you kidding dude like are you are you trying to not acknowledge that you also have one of the greatest libraries of all time that you wouldn't want to keep bringing forward you already do it really badly with switch online but no I think think what he's saying is that what he's saying is that it will be I think he's saying that the that we're going to have forwards compatibility, back some backwards compatibility, but they're still going to whatever the next not the next Zelda cuz the next Zelda is is on Switch, but whatever comes out after that if they cuz they they will want to gravitate around that or or some other type of title. Um and I'd say Nintendo's not as bad as as others when it comes to trying to get those killer apps. But yeah, there's going to be a new Zelda and there's going to be a new Mario. And that may not go on the Switch. Um, But at the same time, is that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing? Would you rather be in an Xbox Series S situation where the next Nintendo console is held back because they're like, we got to do, we got to have backwards, we got to have them on both consoles? No, I don't care about that. No, yeah. I just need my Switch library. Like, I need every library that I have. Oh. I've started. I, I, I've started buying some stuff yeah. on Xbox. I don't have a lot, yeah. But all these old things because back compat is a thing. I just said, you know, I bought Beyond Good and Evil because that's not available anywhere else. It's only available on Xbox right now. I have a couple of other ones on the list that were Xbox 360 games that I missed. There's some RPGs out there. There was a couple, like, Xbox tried to do a JRPG, and apparently it was really good. They just never went yeah. back to it again. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I put it on my on my list again. It wasn't Lost a lot Odyssey, of was order. Because Lost Odyssey. That's, really that's one of them. That's okay. one of them. Yeah. Um, and then that's there's, I think there was one that's of them. a gem that, like, not many people checked out. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's one of them that I put. And then there was one about, like, a Blue Dragon or something like that. Um... I'm probably getting that wrong, but two RPGs that, again, that was like when 360 wasn't getting into it. I bought Final Fantasy 13 on Xbox. I bought 13.2. I'm waiting on a good deal on 13.3 to buy, although it's currently on Game Pass, but I want to own that. I've, I, I have a little personal thing of trying. I want to own all the phys- Final Fantasy games physically right now. That'd be cool. But um, I also just w- I will buy it digitally too if, if they drop the price because i also don't like putting discs in the system i'm just doing weird little random collection things but yeah i bought a lot of these switch games i have a a lot of first party games that i like i have some other just 
random classics in there but you know that kind of stuff needs to move forward everything at this point i think that's where you can be really proud of microsoft they drew the line in the sand like okay we're gonna do this and then i meant about like forwards compatibility because like xbox like talked about that where they're like from here on what you're buying you are going to take to your next one so like that's why they were talking about it as a forwards as opposed to back because it will be backwards compatible but they're talking about future proofing it and i hope that nintendo will do that but I also know that Nintendo knows they're going to make money if they keep re-releasing a game. So yep. I know they're having that decision of, well, if we do that, that means that we won't be able to repackage the game and sell it again. I won't be able to sell you uh, Breath Ocarina. of the Wild at 4K60. Or Ocarina for the eighth time. Um, I mean, at this point, they're not even selling Ocarina, so good for them, but they're, they're doing it the streaming way, which is the worst ever. Switch Online is... Yeah awful i hate it i i have it uh but i joined a family membership to make it cheaper that's what i suggest everybody do so that if you want to do the whole thing like because it's like 50 bucks but you can yeah. split that into a nintendo family i'm in actually robert's little fam uh uh that makes it cheaper yeah um but it i we have to have that now you have people that are just gaming is bigger than ever we're at a really awesome spot in gaming we need to keep doing that and i know people are also releasing like ps5 versions of their ps4 games and whatever and that's fine but i also don't have to buy that because i have it on ps4 sometimes maybe sometimes i want to but like persona 5 royal just got a ps5 port along with switch released on switch finally but i have the ps4 game I'm not going to buy a PS5. Like, I'm not going to buy a Royal uh, again. I already own yeah. that. Yeah. Well, like, if... I'm not going to buy The Last of Us Part 1. <laughs> I, am, I am tempted because it does look really good. Oh, if it was under 30 bucks. And you, I, have it, I have it on the deal for... It, That's I have it on Deku for under 30, but I need it to be the price because... I'm still mad that they didn't give me the upgrade like they did with Uncharted 4. I paid yeah. the Uncharted 4 upgrade. Yeah, me, me too. I have Uncharted 4, and they get they made a PS5 version. They just said 10 bucks. I was like, yeah, you ported it over and gave me 60 frames Uncharted 4. Here's $10. That's no $10. Yeah, that's worth $10. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm in the same boat because I've... Just not I, 70 I have it on my list, too, for like... I, I think 30 is a good, good deal for that because it looks so good. Bloodborne remaster, when that eventually has to come that's, out... And that's a worthy one. That's a worthy one because it was so long ago. That's so long ago. Yeah. And needed it versus three releases of The Last of Us. But like Bloodborne, you know, honestly, they just, they really just need to go in and flip the switch. That's really all you would need to do. The game still looks great. It holds up whatever you're looking at it. And they literally just need to switch. I know that there's a thing because people have done it, but like you just click it on and let it be uncapped frame rate. That's really what it, Come, just let it be uncapped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know on PC, that's where, like, I've been tempted to, like, get it on PC for that reason, because people are doing that for Bloodborne on PC. Like, I'm tempted to do that, because I'm sure the game is amazing just with that tweak. That's all I need. Um, I'd pay $10 for that. I'd pay $10 for, for double the frames. Um, how much How much would you pay for uh, more Halo Infinite? I mean, luckily, we don't ever have to pay anything ever again. Uh, And I even bought the game out of... Because I did enjoy the campaign, and I enjoyed the launch. And so I had a good time with Halo. And the thing is, is that 343 sucks. This is the studio that was made to make Halo, and they do it not great. They do it fine. But this is Halo, and Halo should be dope. And their thing was is that they're like thanking people for being patient. But if you like look at the player counts on Halo, people aren't patient. There, there's a lot of people not playing this game anymore. You know, they they were originally supposed to have couch co-op. They were like, nope, can't do it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we promised it, and then we're gonna tell you six months after that we launch the game. Sorry, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, you know they didn't launch with forge mode which is like the mode you need in this case i don't know enough about forge mode and how it's used but from what i've heard yeah from and read is that that's where the player supported content really comes in people make their own modes it reminded me i don't know if you used to play 
uh, like Warcraft 3 and Starcraft back in the yes. day. Did you ever play that? Yeah. All the mods that people would make that made game modes that you could go in and then download and then play on Battle.net. Yeah. Like random yeah. weird yeah. stuff good, that you could do. Terrible, oh, but yes. But there were some dope yeah. ones. Yeah. Like I remember the, I remember a Warcraft 3 mod that was like insane. What It was just like there was like classes that got introduced into it. It was crazy. But yeah that's what forge mode apparently is like they make modes and sometimes those modes get into the games and i know bethesda your favorite people <laughs> like they're good at that like yeah that's what you know the they're fan right. modding community su really supports and bolsters those yeah. games that's what keeps a game like skyrim going for so long mm -hmm. not just because everybody loves skyrim but because there's a lot of additional content that you can do that remakes the game and changes the game and mm -hmm. makes it new again and they didn't release with that yeah and i don't I, I don't even know if it's out now to be honest with you i stopped i i deleted it from my system i was like i might come back when you do halo br because i had a really good time playing it's just it got old i was playing like the same like five maps and there wasn't any new seasons. The battle pass was terrible. It, the, I was like unlocking a singular skin for a shoulder pad or something like that. It was just, you can't do this to me. You, I understand you made a free to play game, but no. So when they release finally their BR, I'll come back, but they're saying like, thanks for being patient and we're going to do better. And I was like, you've been saying you're going to do better forever. <laughs> when, when is Xbox going to fire you? That's what I really want to know is yeah. when is Microsoft willing to be like, no, at, at some you're point, done. Yeah. At some point, I mean the, the yeah, disaster, base. the disaster of halo infinite, the delay and then half launch of halo infinite because they half launched the game and they're like, we're going to give you more later. I admit, I don't know what else uh, they've added to it either. Um, Nothing. And, not really. And I mean, I know they've, yeah, they've yeah, done yeah. some things, but not little really. Tiny, little tiny things, nothing big, which uh, actually I didn't put it in uh, in the, uh, the uh, in our notes, but I should have. The Resident Evil uh, Village DLC, um, yeah. that's getting pretty good reviews. We did have to wait for that. I don't like that we had to wait for it. But we, but at the same time, if you're giving me DLC, I also don't like if it's like, oh, the game comes out and DLC is immediately available. I'm like, why didn't you just make that part of the game? So here they were like, we finished the game. Now we're going to go work on the DLC or we're, we're still working on the DLC. So I appreciate like I waited because they weren't repacking or having me pay a premium to unlock the rest of the content. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go play that. I know Resident Evil's not like I, I can slightly spoil stuff in yours. You're playing Ethan Winter's daughter in one of the D in the DLC for this. There's three parts of the DLC, but the story part you actually get to play his daughter because his daughter is like an infant in the uh, in Resident Evil Village uh, and and uh, and captured, but she's not really human. She's part human, part something else. Um, but you get to play her in the uh, in this DLC, so I think that's cool. So we get to revisit some areas, different, slightly different, but with a different character. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna play it. It's got some. Uh, I think it's not mercenaries mode, re something. Uh, that's a multiplayer. I'll probably check that out a little bit, but I'm pretty bad at those. But I'll definitely. Uh, I'm gonna go play that. That's where I mean, like if you're giving continue to give me content like i appreciate it if it's good content like i understand waiting but halo infinite half launched like it's still not a full game and thankfully we have game pass ultimates so we don't have to pay for it well and 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 the multiplayer is free to play and the only yeah. way that free to play games survive is content, uh, content, with content, support yeah. and yeah. content and seasons things that are happening like seasons that don't take forever like i think they went like two or three months between a yeah. season which was which was wild so you know with resident evil like yeah you had to wait for a dlc with the game that you you enjoyed playing eight right like you got a full gaming experience i played, I played it twice like, and considering playing it again like it's yeah. it's good it's not too long it's it's a yeah. good gaming experience um yeah no no i, I, got, it's, I gotta it's, go get to some uh good stuff some Andor and some God of War. Yeah. The God of War is probably going to be the next 
depending on how long it takes. I've heard it's 30 hours, and so it really yeah. depends on how many late nights I'm doing and if I end up doing some some uh, some stuff on here on, like, the mornings with the kid because I, I saw I somebody at work saying, like, they were excited to play it with their 60-year-old. I was like, no. No. And so, uh, I'm, not, I'm not telling anybody how to parent. But I, I didn't say that to him. I just I said that that's too much for my three-year-old. Like, I don't want him experiencing that level of violence right now. Um, it's, it's, I, I, I personally know that I experienced it too young. I saw my first rated R movie at five. And while I am not judging my dad for letting it happen or anything like that, but, like, I, you know, I can tell you that it did change the course of the way that I think about things and was exposed to things, and I'm trying not to do that. So he doesn't actually see me play video games a lot because I have a habit of not playing <laughs> anything below not team. Quite appropriate. And I and I probably need to get get more into that. Yeah. You know, I, I maybe if I get uh, maybe if I see a sale on Mario Rabbids, that'll be something because that'll be I think that's like ten, and I think that that yeah. might be a line that I'm willing to to do i did buy like uh lego harry potter by all seven years i think it was like five bucks yeah and so from what i remember and i haven't played a lego game in a while i don't know if you have you played like the some of the, I play those. does it does it does it yank like if i move forward can i pull them to me i don't think it yanks i um i don't remember offhand i don't think it i don't think it yanks you in that direction they have to actually come over to you I think okay. if, but I, I, I'm trying to remember which, which Lego game, one of the Lego games, if you keep going, they would, they could, they could die off screen and then respawn, but it doesn't yank. No. Okay. Not that I remember. That could work. Cause I, I have, uh, I have enough controllers for that. So where I can move on. Cause you know me, like I would have a hard time. I'm, I'm still playing a video game. I have a hard time of being like, oh, it's okay. We'll just, we'll just sit here and do it. It's not just like being impatient, but I would just need to be like, come on. Right, yeah, there's way, been yeah. there's been times where I'm like, all right, go this way with the stick, and yeah, he's just like, because he likes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have to jump. Not quite there yet, but he'll get there. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you guys liked uh, th this week's show. I hope you enjoyed us being back. We'll give you more gaming news uh, in a couple weeks, as we'll be doing this every other week or so. So uh, we'll see you guys soon. Enjoy those games. Uh, get ready for that Thanksgiving turkey or ham or whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next time. Because it's not Christmas season yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs>